On today's episode of the Productivity Podcast, I am talking all about how I manage email. Welcome to the Productivity Podcast, the show that will supercharge your productivity fast. Get more done with actionable, easy-to-follow advice and become a Jedi Master of Productivity. And now, introducing your host, Paul Miners. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Productivity Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode. As always, I really do appreciate your time and your attention because I know how valuable those things are. I say it every time, but it really does mean a lot that you're willing to give up some time to to listen to this show. And so I will do my very best to deliver some awesome value for you today. And so today's show, today's episode, is all about how I manage my email. And you can find a detailed blog po- uh, blog post about everything that I'm talking about at paulminers.com slash 33. And uh, yeah, it's just the, the blog post version of everything that I'm going to be talking about here. And this is a blog post and an episode that I've been wanting to put together for a long time. And the reason I haven't done it until now, the reason I haven't talked about email is because I haven't been completely satisfied with the system that I use. You know, I'm happy with my task management system. I like the calendar app that I'm using. I know when to use Evernote and Dropbox, but for ages I've kind of been not completely satisfied with how I look after my email. And so I haven't really wanted to, you know, share my process because it's not something I'm happy with, so I wouldn't want to communicate it to you. And, you know, despite trying loads of different apps and systems and workflows I, I, I on the desktop and the mobile, it's just something I've always kind of struggled with. Um, but today, I'm finally ready to share the system and the approach that I use to manage my email. And, um, yeah, like I said, I didn't want to rush into this because, you know, managing your email, it's like a pretty big topic. There's lots of content out there about how to look after your email and how to sort through things. And I just wanted to make sure that I was putting out like a really good piece of advice. And and too often people do get swamped by email. And um, when I was writing this post and preparing for this episode, I, I did a little bit of research into email consumption and some of the trends that we're that we're. Um, kind of experiencing and because despite all these new apps and tools and extensions that we can use to be more productive in the way that we manage our email we seem to be getting more and more swamped we seem to be getting more and more um, kind of overrun with email and I actually uh, found a 2015 study which was conducted into email consumption and it, it identifies that on average people receive 215 emails a day. Uh, sorry, that's 215 sent and received per day. And this this figure is expected to climb 5% a year uh, for the next five years as the number of messages that we send increases. And as the number of email accounts that we each have increases as well, we're going to, the average number of accounts we're going to have is going to rise from about 1.7 to about 1.9 per person over the next kind of four to five years. So I've been trying to find a system a solution that works really well for me so that I can kind of overcome these challenges. And I think I found that. And the beauty of the system that I found is it's like, you know, when you wake up in the morning and you check your email or you get into the office, you check your email, it's like someone has already been into my inbox and sorted through everything and put the messages into the right place based on what I need to do with them without me doing anything. It's really cool. And so I'm going to go into the details of that a bit later. But first, I want to start by talking about some of the email management principles that I like to follow, because this is something that I had to think about when designing this particular system. So the first thing I wanted to talk about was this idea of inbox zero. Now, the term inbox zero has been thrown around uh, a fair bit 
recently, and I think people have forgotten where the term actually came from. In fact, I only found out um, about what it really means to achieve Inbox Zero after listening to a particular episode of the Productivity Podcast with Mike Vardy. Let's actually talk about the inbox for a second here in a bit of a deeper sense because what a lot of people do is they strive for this thing that has actually been kind of um, misappropriated or mis mis mistermed or the term has been kind of corrupted and that's that inbox zero term is if they get their email to inbox zero, then they are being productive. They have been productive. They've gotten... And and I'm not a again. I look at this term, and that's not what it was coined to become. Merlin Mann, when he created the term, he didn't say get your email to zero. It's it's like get your get your get things sorted so that you know that there's no mystery left. Like let let's let's get the the mystery to zero. Let's get the the <laughs> uh, you know let's get that down to zero because then you can really move forward. And so that's really the first kind of major principle I try to follow is to remember that it's not the goal is not to just empty your inbox and and reply to everything or and archive everything it's actually to just process everything and just get a clear understanding of what you need to do with everything like that should be the goal and when you know what needs to be done with all those messages like that's when you can start to be more productive and be more effective with how you manage your email because not everything needs to be replied to but you do need to work out what needs to be done with all your email in order to move forward the other key principle that I try to follow with email, although this doesn't really relate too much uh, to, to the apps that you choose, but I do try and batch my email processing during the day. So I'll try and keep email closed on my on my computer so I'm not tempted to look at it and I'm not notified of messages that are coming in. And so that helps me to be less reactive and I can actually control when I'm going into email. Um, and then what I'll do is I'll dip in a few times a day to just check the emails. And it's it's way more efficient to, to manage email in this way, I believe, because instead of being reactive and just you see an email come in, you, you, you respond to it or you archive it or you take some action, um, and then switching back to what you were doing before the email arrived, you can actually batch and, and, and do everything in one go, which it reduces that switching time because every time you switch tasks, you know, if you're doing something, you switch to, to do email and you switch back, you kind of, you're mentally changing gears and that takes time. And I think it's far more efficient to, to focus on your work, then jump into email, batch and do everything at once, reply, sort, organize, take action all at once, and then switch back to what you were doing or move on to something else. I think it's far more efficient and it's, it's going to cost you less switching time. So those are some key pr principles that I try to follow. And it's, yeah, just something I take into consideration when working out how to, how to manage my email. Now, to give you a bit more of a history lesson in terms of what I've tried with email in the past, um, I, I got my first uh, email account, I had back uh, a Yahoo account back in 1999. And uh, now, okay, I'm just kidding. I'm not going to go into that much detail. But um, now, nah, I've been using the Mail app on the on the Mac for since I purchased my first MacBook back in 2006 actually and uh, I was using a Gmail account back then and syncing it to the mail app and this was pre-iCloud days so I, I was using a, a Gmail account I think Apple was did have mobile me back then and that could have been an option but I was using Gmail with the mail app on my um, on my Mac and so it would sync through IMAP and then when iCloud came around in, uh, I think it was 2011, I moved my email to the at me.com addresses that came with the iCloud setup. And pretty much since then, my, my desktop mail experience has pretty much been, has, has stayed the same. I've, I've just used the mail app 
on the Mac as the primary mechanism for, for dealing with email. And yeah, like the Apple Mail app is really basic. Um, there's, but I think that's one of the reasons I like it so much is, is because it's very kind of fast and simple to use. The search is very fast and it's not cluttered with all these extra features. Um, although it does lack some features and some capability that I would like. And of course, I also tried, um, I've tried quite a few apps on the phone as well. You know, I've, I've very much stuck with the same kind of desktop solution for a while, but the phone is really where I've done a lot more experimentation with different apps. Um, with the rise of the App Store and the iPhone, like loads of new apps came out. And one of the apps that I, I really stuck with for a while was Mailbox. And this was the the really nice, um, really nicely designed mailbox app that was was actually acquired by dropbox a few years ago and mailbox now actually ceases to exist dropbox i believe had a good crack at trying to make something big with this app um and as far as i know i think they struggled to monetize it and it it just didn't really make enough business sense to keep developing and um yeah but when 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 mailbox was originally announced they had this beautiful teaser video and i quickly signed up to the mailbox beta program so that i could test the app right away and it was it was awesome uh, i think mailbox was one of the first apps that let you swipe to sort your emails um it's something we take for granted now and it's very common in different email apps even apple it has introduced like swiping to, to organize and you can swipe to archive swipe to delete and move and flag and all this kind of stuff but i believe mailbox was one of if not the first app to kind of introduce this as a feature same with the snoozing features i i I mean, please leave me a comment on the blog if I'm wrong, but I think they were one of the first apps to introduce snoozing as well. So you could swipe to snooze and then you could have the email moved out of your inbox and it would reappear at a, at a specific time in three hours, next day, next week, next month, whatever you kind of chose. And again, it's like a feature that's quite common now, but I think Mailbox was one of the first apps that really introduced this. And so I, I stuck with Mailbox for a while and I, I actually tried their desktop app. I, I temporarily switched from the Mail app to Mailbox's desktop app, which they it never really made it out of beta, uh, but I did give that a go. It was quite nice. The big thing with Mailbox that really let me down, and this led to me switching back to the, to the Apple Mail app, was that it didn't let me sync my iCloud folders across. So the, the, they had these lists where you could move messages to you had a list for reading replying taking action and you could move messages there but i i had a couple of custom mailboxes back then which i I really wanted to sync and um it it just didn't support that feature and so for that simple reason i just had to move back because i I really just preferred managing uh, my email in a different way using these other mailboxes Another mobile app that I tried for a while was Cloud Magic. Cloud Magic was a uh, is a really beautifully designed mobile app. They have a desktop version now as well. And the killer feature, in my opinion, are these handy cards that allow you to do various things with your email. For example, you can integrate different services like Todoist, Trello, uh, Mailchimp, Evernote, Pocket, um, Asana. And so the thing I would do quite a lot is I would quickly um, tap the cards button on an email. And I could quickly move the message into my Asana account. It was really nice and, and you know, tweak the tweak the settings. And, and because I use MailChimp for my email marketing, if I tapped on the MailChimp one, I could see subscriber details and all this kind of thing. So it was really nice. Uh, unfortunately, with Cloud Magic, the, the thing that let me down, and this is a real simple one, uh, I don't know if they fixed this. Um, as far as I can tell, I don't think so. But they just didn't support threaded messaging. So this is, you know, when you click on a message, and, it, it, and you can then view all of the messages that have been sent and received related to that original thread, like it's uh, in Apple and Gmail, like this is a pretty stock standard thing. And 
For me, if you've got all these emails flying around, the last thing I want to do is to tr is create more clutter in the inbox by having each individual email appear in the inbox versus organized into threads. And, and it was just so frustrating to me. And it, it, might, it might not sound too bad for you, but it just really bugged me. So I just defaulted back to Apple Mail again. And so... I've been using Apple Mail on the iPhone for uh, for yeah the last couple of years now. It's what I've been using yeah pretty consistently. I've just found that I've tried other things and I've always come back to Apple Mail. And Apple Mail is not without its faults. There's nothing I mean there's nothing drastically wrong with it. It's just a bit basic, you know. And as I was kind of saying before, it's the reason I like it is because it it is quite stripped down. It's quite simple. It's nice and fast. It's reliable. The search is very good on the desktop. It's a little bit it can be a little bit finickety on the mobile, but it is very nice. The big thing that I've really struggled with with Apple Mail, and this is why I haven't done my blog post and my podcast for a while, is that I haven't had a good way to triage and sort my mail because I want to be able to separate my emails based on what needs to be done with them. I want to, and you know, this is the same idea of inbox zero that I mentioned before that Mike Vardy talked about. This idea that you need to be able to um, identify what needs to be done and reduce the mystery in your inbox. So I want to be able to identify emails that I need to reply to, that I need to read, if it's like a newsletter. I need to identify emails that I need to take some action on, or maybe I just need to identify emails that need to be archived. And Gmail does this really well. They have these really nice labels that you can apply, and they have the, the custom inboxes now. You've got the promotions and the updates tag, and that's a nice way of automatically sorting your email. Um, I'm not a Gmail user, for my personal email so um but i did want something kind of similar to that and for a while i used a a service called mail tags which is an extension you can plug into the apple mail app and it, it integrates really well it's it's almost as if it's part of the, the default app it just integrates so well and this mail tags app basically brings that kind of labeling feature into into apple mail so you can tag a message with like to read or to do or whatever it might be and and you can set tickle times as well and a tickle time is like um, if someone doesn't reply tickle me to or notify me that is to to then follow up with them and that kind of thing and i really like mail tags the unfortunate thing is that this uh great extension doesn't work on the uh, on on apple mail on the phone and of course because like we live in a multi-device world now it really it just it was a it was a real big letdown and obviously because it yeah, that's it's not mail tags' fault. Apple Mail on the on the iPhone doesn't support the capability they need to integrate. Um, so that's really unfortunate. But unfortunately for me, I couldn't adopt mail tags because if I was sorting everything on my desktop and then I would try and find something on the go, like all of my tags, all of my organization is gone. You know, and and it just for that reason, I just could not adopt this this nice tool. Um, and then the other process I was using for a while was using Mail's built-in flags feature. And on the desktop, what you can do is you can flag an email and you have a, a number of different colored flags you can use. And you can rename the flags from the default colors like red, green, and blue to useful names like to read, to do, to reply, all these kind of things. And it was really great. Like it's a very simple labeling feature to, to quickly label and triage your messages. Unfortunately... Again, it failed on the on the mobile, and so you would flag all your messages, and then when you get to the mobile, the only flag that's supported on the mobile is the orange flag, and so you'd, you'd flag all your emails and color code them based on what needs to be done, and then you'd get to the mobile, and they all just have the orange flag, and you can't even identify what is what and what needs to be replied to and everything, so again, the process just broke when you got onto the mobile. 
And this is kind of the common thing that I kept facing was like trying something on the desktop that it would work really well and it just didn't work on the mobile. So what am I doing now? What is the process that I am using that has finally allowed me to kind of share this this story? Uh, and the, the service that I'm using is, I haven't even been using it that long, but I've, I've fallen in love with it very quickly, is a service called SaneBox, S-A-N-E Box. Now what SaneBox does is it automatically sorts through your email. And um, as I mentioned before, when you when you use SaneBox, it's as if a virtual assistant or you know someone that you can't see has automatically sorted through your email. So when you open the app, it, everything's been organized and is in the right place. And the beauty of SaneBox is that it actually works on the server side, which means when you connect your email account to the SaneBox service, and it works with iCloud and Gmail and a, and a bunch of other, other services, um, it doesn't matter where you view your email, whether it's on the desktop or on the phone. What SaneBox does is it creates these smart folders which sync across the cloud and it automatically moves your mail into these folders from the server. And so it doesn't rely on like integrating with the app as such because it's working in the cloud. Um, I hope I've explained that correctly um, as far as I understand it. And so it works perfectly on the desktop and the mobile, which again is the, is the thing that was lacking in these other things that I've tried in the past. And what, what SaneBox does is it, it analyzes your email history to work out what's important and what's not. And anything that's not important gets moved into a separate mailbox called Sane Later. And it leaves only the important messages in your primary inbox. So you've, you can instantly just get straight to the, to the stuff that actually matters and every, anything that's not important you can get to later, hence the Sane Later. And then you can set up a bunch of other mailboxes to kind of add more uh, capability to your mail setup as well. And you can turn these on in the same box preferences. And so the ones that I use, uh, firstly, yep, the same later, which is, as I mentioned, this is where all non-important mail goes. So things like mail, uh, email confirmation messages, notification emails, other automated kind of messages, that kind of thing all ends up in Sane later. I have Sane News, which is where all newsletter style emails go. And I can pretty much treat this as like my to read folder. And so any newsletters that, uh, yeah, they're not just like, hey, read this post. It's, it's, it's an actual like bit of dialogue in the email. Like they all go in there. And I, I treat that as, yeah, this is the stuff I need to read. And so it's nice to be able to separate the just notification emails from the actual reading emails. So that's why I use same news. And then I have a bunch of reminder-based inboxes set up. So I've got same tomorrow, same next week, and same next month. And these are kind of like snooze-based inboxes or uh, mailboxes. And what you do is when you move an email into one of these folders, so you take it from your primary or your later folder or wherever, and you move it into like, say, tomorrow, same tomorrow, and then the same box will then move it back into your primary mailbox tomorrow or next week or next month, whatever you whatever you decide to set up. So this is just a basic snooze feature and they're just held in nice places. So if you want to see all your messages that you're going to come back to next month, you just click on that same next month folder and you can see them. And the beauty of the reminder folders is that you can set up custom ones as well. So you can set up a custom like two weeks or custom same three days, depending on how you want to snooze your messages. Uh, so yeah, I use those kind of three main reminders folders. And then I have, this is a really nice one, I have one called Sane No Replies. And this is another handy mailbox um, which you can just turn on in the preferences. And what happens is when you send a new email, so you start a brand new conversation, SaneBox will add that sent message to your Sane No Replies inbox. And 
All you need to then do is you just keep an eye on that inbox and you've got a very handy list of the messages that you've sent that you are waiting on replies for. Obviously, when you receive a reply, Samebox removes the sent item from the no replies folder and you just get your reply in the main inbox. And um, it's just nice to have this handy list of stuff you're waiting on, um, which you can chase up if you need to. And then it's, it's, it's very smart as well. So one handy trick you can use, if you want to send a message that you don't want to have put in that folder, you can just add FYI, uh, which is the abbreviation of for your information, to the subject line. So you could just say, John, FYI, uh, and then just whatever you want to say. And it's just like, I'm just letting you know this, but you're kind of saying, I don't expect a reply. And if I don't get a reply, it doesn't matter. So by adding that FYI into the subject, it just won't add it to the folder. So that's kind of a nice little handy trick you can use. And then I have a same reminders folder. So this is kind of a, a custom holding folder for all the other reminders that I set. So if I don't want to use the previous um, reminder folders tomorrow, next week, or next month, if I want to get a reminder on a very specific date, like... I want to snooze a snooze a message to, until uh, June twentieth. I can just put um, reply to uh, or just forward the message to June twentieth at sanebox.com, or I could say um, if I didn't have a sane next week folder, let's just say I didn't have that synced already. I could say um, next week at sanebox.com, and you can pretty much put lots of different variations of text in here, in, in, in here and sanebox will figure out what you mean, and then all of those custom custom emails that you've sent go into the reminders folder. And so the difference is, is yeah, these are the ones where you're getting a reply on a custom date uh, or you don't have this, the other reminder folders set up, you know, the next week, the tomorrow, the next month folders. So that's just, again, another type of reminder folder you can use. And then finally, I have a same reply folder. And this is a custom folder. So as well as all these kind of uh, default folders you can turn on in Samebox. I've actually created my own custom folder with a couple of rules, and um, and there are rules attached to it, but you can also train Samebox on top of those rules as well. So one of the things uh, I do is with any replies I get from my newsletter emails that I send out or from my contact form on my website or blog comments that I receive, all of those types of email notifications go into my sane reply folder. And as the name suggests, I just then know, okay, I need to reply to these messages. People who are emailing me or commenting on my stuff, I just want to reply to them. And so it's all just for me. It's the stuff related to my site. Obviously, like stuff in my inboxes might have stuff I need to reply to as well. But for me, this is just where I like to have all of the uh, messages from my readers or my listeners. Um, that's where they all go is to that same reply folder. And so those are just a few folders that you can turn on. There's a bunch of other types of folders that you can activate. There's like sane black hole, there's sane unsubscribe, sane vacation. There's all these different types of folders you can turn on, uh, which you can use to kind of add more capability to your inbox. And so really, this is it. This is the approach that I've been using for the last month or so. And uh, it works really well on the desktop and on the mobile. It integrates with Apple Mail, which is the client I like to use. And this is the process I've been using. It's not that complicated. Um, and I've, I've been really, really enjoying it. And so because Samebox is so awesome, I actually reached out to the folks at Samebox to see if they could support my awesome readers and listeners because it is a service that I've really been enjoying. And um, so if you go to my blog at paulminers.com slash 33, there's a link in there. And if you click on that link, you'll get $10 free credit when you create a Samebox account and that credit can go towards a paid subscription. Now you can try Samebox free for 14 days to see if you like it. Go and try it for free for free first. See if you like it. 
I highly recommend you just give it a go. Even if you're not convinced by it, just listening to me, just give the free trial a go. And I am, I am certain you will, you will love this feature. Like I said before, it's as if a virtual assistant somewhere has just sorted my email for me before I wake up. It's fantastic. And then if you enjoy the, uh, the free version, you can, you've got that $10 free credit, which will go towards a paid subscription. It's very affordable as well for the amount of time it saves. And that's the other thing Sanebox will show you with some, <laughs> some pretty funny stats, like how much time they've saved you and all that kind of stuff. Uh, for the time it's going to save you and the, the, the hassle it's going to save you, um, yeah, the paid subscription is well worth the price. Now then, one other point I wanted to just quickly make is what I do with my action-based emails. So anything I want to take action on. Well, because I use Asana as my go-to task management solution, what I do is um, I simply forward those those emails to x at mail.asana.com. And what Asana does is it will recognize my email address as the, as the sending email address. And then that email just becomes a new task. And that, that's basically it. The subject line of the email becomes the, the task name and then the body of the message becomes the task description. And so that's just the simple approach I use to get action-based emails out of email and into my task management app where they belong. And uh, in fact, what I've done recently is I've actually set up an email, uh, an automated workflow to streamline and make it quicker to send emails to, uh, to Asana. So what I can now do is I can hit a, a very simple shortcut. I can go like option command or shift control or something A, and then my fingers know what to do. I don't remember the shortcut. And uh, the mail, the message will automatically be forwarded to that address and the, the message gets archived and that's it. I don't have to manually click forward, type out the address and click send. I just do my shortcut and it's gone. And so I've actually got a handy workflow you can download on my blog as well, paulminers.com slash 33. And so if you are using Apple Mail and you do use Asana, which is, yeah, anyone who's using those specific uh, combinations of, of tools, or if you want to download the workflow and customize it to uh, how any, any other task management app, I'm sure it's possible. So you can download that, that, that keyboard shortcut workflow from my blog as well. So that's it. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. Uh, it's your turn now. I want you to go away, maybe rethink how you're looking at your email. If you're bouncing between different apps, perhaps give Sanebox a go. Try it out free for 14 days. And if you like it, uh, definitely take advantage of that $10 free credit. If you have any questions about Sanebox or any of the other apps that I've mentioned, please send me a comment on the blog and I'll be happy to answer those. Uh, one more time, thanks very much for listening to this episode and I will catch you next time on the Productivity Podcast. My name is Paul Miners and thank you for listening to this episode of the Productivity Podcast. For me, productivity is a tool for getting more out of life. I believe that if you can be more effective and efficient, not just at work, but in everything that you do, that this, I truly believe, is the pathway to a happier and more fulfilling lifestyle. Join me at paulminers.com and sign up to my free email course, The 7-Day Productivity Plan, to learn more about my approach to productivity and how I balance multiple projects, uh, how I use different apps within my productivity system, and how I get more done with less stress. If you've enjoyed this episode, I'd really appreciate if you could leave me a review. Let me know if you have any questions or what you'd like to learn more about. And who knows, maybe I'll decide to talk about it on the show. Thanks again for listening, and I'll catch you next time on The Productivity Podcast.